Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money off of my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it is so easy to use on the go. I can pull up the app on my phone, record a podcast, add some music, add my intro, add my outro, and edit all on the fly. So there's no need to sit by a laptop all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast, boo. Welcome to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey, certified life coach, passionate author, and speaker from Living My Empowered Life. She's on a mission to help women just like you achieve your goals and break through any barriers holding you back from living the life you deserve. If you're ready to slay life without apology, you've come to the right place. Here she is now, your host, Tracy Massey. Hey, 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 welcome to the Charging Station Podcast. It's your girl, Tracy Massey of Living My Empowered Life, baby. Welcome to the couch. Do you know what day it is? It's a very important day. At the time of this recording, I'm actually celebrating my 45th life anniversary. Life anniversary is just a fancy way of me saying it's my birthday, boo. Mm. I know the calendar says it's St. Patrick's Day. No, that's a lie. That is a lie. It is Tracy's day. It is tea day. It is my day. And I'm cutting all the way up. But if this is your first time joining us, thank you. You could be listening to anything, doing any, listening to anybody. I just want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to listen to little old me in this great big old world. Welcome to the couch. If you are returning, hey boo, you know I love me some you. Welcome back. Make room, make room, make room for our new guests. You know how we do. We are very hospitable over here, okay? So grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water, grab your wine, whatever your beverage of choice is, grab it and have a seat on the couch because I'm cutting up. I am cutting all the way up today. All the shenanigans are happening today, today, right now, baby. Because let me tell you something. Let me share a little story with you, okay? This time last year, I was actually watching North Carolina shut down. Actually, around this time, I'm recording this episode about 10 minutes to 5 Eastern Standard Time. And this time last year, the governor of North Carolina put out a stay at home ordinance. And I'll never forget sitting at work 
like dumbfounded watching the world shut down. I was supposed to go to dinner with uh, my birthday twin. I have a friend who we share the same birthday. So we had made plans to go out to dinner at um, five o'clock, like right after I got off work, five or six, something like that. Well, the ordinance came across the news feeds at one o'clock and I was like, dang, governor, you couldn't wait till seven. You couldn't wait till seven for me to go out here and just enjoy a little piece of my birthday. I know that was selfish, but I was like shell shocked. Right. So I'm at work getting all of these messages about um, happy birthday. We got free stuff for you. Come back get this free ice cream cone. Knowing good and full well that I was not going to be able to get any of it because once I got home, that was it. We was on lockdown. And not only that, last year, the Panthers traded my boo, Cam Newton. So I was like, ain't this a blip? Then on top of that, I get the actual word that I was being laid off. Backstory, I was working a temp job. Um, actually, I got hired on full time with this company. But at the time, they had switched from in-person working to working from home. And because I was a temp, there was no way they could set me up to work from home. So I was laid off. I was one of those people, millions of people who lost their job. And I distinctly remember this feeling of uncertainty just overshadowing all of the celebration that I had going on in my head because I'm that type of person that I take birthdays very seriously especially mine I celebrate the entire month and I mean we had everything laid out so especially on um Tracy's day but what the calendar calls St. Patrick's Day I take it as the world the whole world is celebrating the fact that I was born okay (laughs) so I take it as everybody's celebrating their parties everywhere Um, I was planning on going to this bar crawl because that is like the funnest thing ever to me. I don't drink like that, but to be around a whole bunch of people and cracking up and laughing and then I don't have to pay for food, drinks, nothing. Because when you find out, oh, sorry, of course, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb and it rings in the middle of a podcast episode, but I'm going to keep it because, you know, that's real life. Anyway. My um, what I was saying was during this time, you know, you go out to the bar crawls and there's all these festivals and things going on. People are really out there celebrating. But when um, I usually go to like an Irish pub, when people find out that you're born on St. Patrick's Day, especially Irish people, they like treat you like royalty. So, yeah, last year, none of that happened. And it was just great. I was I was trying to grasp the fact that, wow, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, don't know what's about to happen. They're saying this is going to be like two weeks, but who knows? And here we are a year later. We see that two weeks was a lie. But I distinctly remember being on the train going home. I was with um, one of my coworkers and we were on the train and I just I got teary eyed. I was like, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do. And I remember when she got off of the train, you know, she was trying to reassure me and everything like everything was going to be OK. And a part of me knew that it was it was just when you're in the middle of stuff mm, saying everything's going to be OK. You are really just trying to hype yourself up. Let's just be honest. 
But I was, I remember looking out of the window and where the train would go, we would ride past all of these tents. This was the time where, where there were some homeless people out in, out in the tents, but the shelters hadn't shut down yet. So Tent City had not become Tent City. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, here in the Charlotte area, when the coronavirus hit, um, they pretty much had to shut down the shelters. So what they did was people ended up living on the street in tents and they started to call them tent cities. But I distinctly remember riding on the train, going past these tents and thinking about those people. And I just got so emotional. I got so, so emotional because they didn't have anywhere to go and there was nothing that that I could do about it. You know, I feel like sometimes that I, 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 I'm a fixer. I like to fix things. I like to try to come up with solutions and, and just, I just wish everybody could just be, um, have a place to lay their head, have food on the, on their table, have clothes on their backs. Like, I just hate the fact that we, we have homelessness and sickness and all of this stuff. Like, I just wish that I could fix it, but I can't. But I distinctly remember looking out there and then being thankful for the fact that I was going to a homeless shelter. Yeah, I'm sharing this story because a lot of people don't know that for a year and a half, like 18 months, I lived in a homeless shelter. (sighs) Try not to cry. Because... I ended up in a homeless shelter because I walked away from my job of 16 years. And I walked away because I was going into, I was taking another opportunity that did not work out. I was actually supposed to move overseas and it just didn't pan out. It didn't work out. But I had already put in my letter of resignation and I knew that it was time for me to leave this job because one of two things was going to happen. I was going to either lose my freedom or lose my sanity. And neither one of those things I was ready to give up. So it was time for me to go. But I walked away from this job and I don't regret walking away at all. It was the best thing I could have ever done for my mental health. The best thing. I don't regret that. But all of a sudden I found myself losing my apartment, watching my savings, what little bit of savings I had to plead. And not having a place to go. And I um, ended up, thank God for the people in my life. Because there was, there was just so many people like rallying around me. It was like, we're going to help you get through this, blah, blah, blah. But of course, pride stepped in. And I was just like, I can't allow people to help me when I put myself in this position. Y'all don't let pride get in the way of you. Even if you make a dumb decision, what what you feel like is a dumb decision. Don't let pride stop you from accepting or asking for help. Okay. I'm saying that to you as I say it to me. <laughs> so I had people rallying around me like, okay, we're going to, we're going to help you. We're not going to let you be here. Blah, blah, blah. I had so many people like, well, you can come stay here. You can come stay here. You can come stay here. And I was just like, I don't know how long this is going to take because I really felt like, okay, I can get a job like that. I'm going to go in 
and apply and blah, blah, blah. Y'all, I literally put in over 200 applications and went on, I know, a good 20 interviews and I got hired for none of them. So by this time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to do something. So I ended up um, sleeping on a friend's couch. Actually, my birthday twin, who I just had lunch with. I ended up sleeping on her couch for about three months. Then this opportunity opened up where I got a chance to apply to go into this homeless shelter. And it's they don't like to call it a homeless shelter, but that's pretty much what it is. Um, they call it a transitional home for women. And so I applied, I interviewed for that, and ended up getting a, a job at the homeless shelter. So I had a place to live. Um, I was getting a little bit of income, but of course, when you got real bills, you know, when you got adult things to do, you know, it wasn't enough. So I ended up um, connecting with one of the ladies who had gone through the program at the shelter that I was staying. She got my resume and they just so happened to have a team that was opening up a position opening up on their team. So she took my got my resume. She told her boss about me. They wanted me to apply. So I had to go um, apply with the temp agency. Got through that, then had to interview with the manager, got through that and got hired. So when um, when the coronavirus first started coming around, they were changing some things in the department where I was working and they were merging the teams. So there was an, a full time position opening up and my boss was like, are you interested in the job? Of course I am. Like, who wouldn't want to be hired on a, a, you know, a full time position, go from temp to full time? Like, of course I am. So I applied for that. And then here comes coronavirus. In the midst of that, we had my interview. And um, no, back up. In the midst of that, the um, the ordinance came down, the stay at home order came down. So I'm laid off. In the midst of all this, I had applied for the job, but when the coronavirus hit, there was a freeze on everything. So I'm out here like, oh my God, Lord, what 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 we gonna do? What what we gonna do, Jesus? What we gonna do? So fast forward, um, say mid June, I get the call that they want to set up the interview. We set up the interview. Then again, pause. So I'm like, okay, I know I got it. Let me just chill out. And in the midst of all this, I'm still in the homeless shelter, right? Let me chill out. You know, I'm praying, I'm fasting. I'm, I'm just, I'm basically praying and fasting, not asking God to open the door for me because I knew he had already done it. I'm basically praying and fasting and asking God to keep me sane. Like keep, keep me from being like Abraham. Keep me from jumping ahead and trying to make things happen on my own and then end up making things worse. You know how we do sometimes. We sit here and we're wanting God. We know God is doing something. We know he's He's working behind the scenes, but he not, he's not moving quite fast enough for us because God never moves on our timeline. He moves on his own time. Like there's, there's no time in God. So three days is like two seconds to him. He's always right on time. But when you're going through stuff, it's just like, hey, buddy. 
hey, what you doing? You know, I'm here, you know, drowning. Hey, help. So (laughs) I was basically fasting and praying to keep my sanity and um, to stay faithful and trusting in him. And then being in a homeless shelter with a bunch of people that you don't know um, during a global pandemic is different. And then at the time, I was the one in charge because we had shut down all of the volunteers coming in, like normal operations shut down. So I was responsible for these women and their children and just making sure everyone's safe and everything. So it was, it was a little stressful. It was a little stressful. (laughs) So I definitely stayed in God's face. He probably got sick of me, honey. But fast forward to about, uh, when was it? July? Yeah. In July, I get the call that, um, they're offering me the job. They're, they're putting the offer out there and boom, here we go. So I get the job working from home and then things just started happening so fast. It was like God put me on the fast track of the blessing. It was like it was like I was playing catch up to what God was doing. And when you hear people talking about, you know, there'll be blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. Like the Bible even says that, but we hear people talk about overflowing blessings. That, that was me because all of a sudden I got this job. Then all of a sudden here comes this apartment that I never thought that I would, I would ever get. Like, I didn't even know where I'm, where I moved in. If you follow me on Instagram every morning, I show my view and I'm not showing my view to be, you know, flashy. I'm doing that because I'm literally in awe every morning I get up and look outside my bedroom window on my balcony because I know where I came from. I know that I was living in a homeless shelter. Now, you know, too, (laughs) but I was living in a homeless shelter, unemployed, laid off at the beginning of this pandemic. And so I say all of that to say this. Do not despise small, humble beginnings, one. Two, do not stop trusting God and believing in him. Because even when you make a bad decision, what seems like a bad decision, God has a way of putting you back on track. And who's to say, let me back up, who's to say that this was not on the right track. I mean, I may have added a little extra to the source that I needed to, but it still led me to the place where I am now. And even in the midst of all of that, my relationship with God has strengthened. My faith in God has strengthened. Um, My spiritual disciplines have strengthened because what I was doing then in the midst of all of this, in the midst of trouble, I'm doing even now while things are going okay. So don't discount what you are enduring and don't stop trusting God in the midst of the process. Because, honey, that process ain't easy. I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes. But when you know that God is with you, it makes it a little easier. 
you just have to know that you know that you know. And when you tend to forget, you got to remind yourself, he's with me all the days of my life. So as I celebrate this birthday, I am so thankful for the road that I, I had to travel in those 18 months. Because that journey has led me to starting the podcast up again and being consistent with it. That has led me to being more confident in who God says I am, which makes makes it easier for me to show up for you all to serve. It's made me more confident in who God says I am. Because when you know who God says you are, baby, nobody can tell you anything different. So last year's birthday was very strange. (laughs) This year, I'm just so glad that I got to celebrate it with my birthday twin. Um, My phone has been blowing up all day. Text messages coming in left and right. This is just a day that I'm just so loved. And I'm so grateful. Because who doesn't want to feel loved, right? Who doesn't want to feel loved? Even if it is one day out of the year. (laughs) I mean, it's like overflowing love. And I'm so grateful. So when I say I pray for you guys, I truly do. Like, I really, really do. Because now I know that God hears my prayers, honey. (laughs) He might not hear my begging, but he will hear my prayer. And he will answer. So... When I know he hears me and he answers, I'm going to I'm going to go to go to the throne of grace for you. But anyway, um, I'm accepting gifts all month. (laughs) If you want to support me, if you want to give me a birthday gift, honey, go over to my Instagram page, Living My Empowered Life. Click the link in the bio and order a no worries mug. That mug came out of this whole homelessness situation i designed that mug originally when i was first homeless so yeah great things can come out of tragedy great things can come out of bad decisions and you know what let me just stop saying that was a bad decision because again if i had stayed on my old job chair mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, that was that was not that was not it at all at all so if you want to support me support 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 make sure you subscribe to this podcast make sure you share this podcast head on over to apple leave a five-star review and some kind words as to why you listen to the charger station and what keeps you coming back but i want to thank each and every one of you for listening every week um and i want to thank each and every one of you for your support I love you guys. You guys make life so enjoyable. Because <laughs> y'all are funny. But anyway, as always, remember. Wait, why am I forgetting to pray? Come on, chick. Come on, chick. Let's pray. Father God is in the matchless name of Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord, for allowing me to see another year of life. God, thank you for this platform. Thank you for allowing my voice to be heard all around the world, God. Ooh, that is amazing. But God, as long as you fill my lungs with air and allow my vocal cords to make noise, I will forever 
stand behind a mic. I will forever give your name glory. I will forever bless your holy name. Lord, remember my peeps who listen to this podcast, God, whatever they're standing in the need of, please bless them indeed. Bless them with blessings that overflow, God. For those who are suffering right now, God, I ask that you will release the burden. I I pray, Father, that you would comfort them and just lead God and direct them, Father. Help them to see that you are with them all the days of their lives. Even in the valley, God, you are there. On the top of a mountain, you are there. In the depths of the sea, God, you are there. There's no escaping you. And we thank you for sticking closer than a brother. Lord, you are amazing and wonderful and everything we could ever need. We thank you for supplying all of our needs according to your riches and glory. God, thank you for loving us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for being with us, God. And for those who are listening to this podcast who don't know you in a real personal way, God, would you sit with them? Will you surround them with people who can teach them about you so they can learn of you for on their own? God, build our relationships with you. Help us to stop struggling and stop looking at you as this big mystical thing. You are real. You are real. And I thank you, Father, for having your hand on my life. God, thank you for protecting us from danger seen and unseen. God, thank you for letting me make it through an entire year without being sick. For I remember there was a time, God, when I was very sick and I didn't even know if I was going to live to see another birthday. But God, here I am. And I thank you. Thank you, Lord. For everything. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, peeps. I'm going back to the birthday shenanigans. I need to touch my makeup up now because I'm set up here and teared up. Ooh, chair. All right, boo. Know that I love you. Remember that. God loves you. I love you. And it ain't nothing you can do about it, boo. Boop. Thanks for listening to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey. We hope you enjoyed the episode, but more importantly, we hope you'll take the next step and apply these tools in your own life. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review so others can find this podcast too. You definitely want to check out livingmyempoweredlife.com for free resources and all kinds of goodies, all to help you slay life without apology. Until next time, ready, set, live.